Jesus House in pursuit of God, discovering purpose, maximizing potential, impacting lives. This message is being brought to you from Jesus House London. God bless you. What are you sowing? Because sooner or later, harvest will come. And the interesting thing about that scripture is we never know the time of harvest. And at times, the Bible says, men, because we don't know the time of harvest, we assume what we are doing has no repercussion. Don't be deceived. There's a time, and God gives the time. Pastor Bayou Adewale, senior pastor of Jesus House, Chicago, a vibrant and dynamic parish of the redeemed Christian Church of God. His teaching is exemplified by his own lifestyle of humility and obedience. He's very passionate about raising godly families. He's also author of Step Up, which focuses on the development of leadership skills. Pastor Bayer is also the pastor in charge of North America Region 3, overseeing approximately 100 churches across eight states. He's happily married to Pastor Yemi and blessed with three children. Please welcome to Pursuit of God 2020, Pastor Bayo Adewale. Hello, Jesus of London. Hope you are all doing well in this our new normal due to the pandemic of COVID-19 that has practically shut down the whole world. And thank God the church is more than the building. Though closed, we continue to worship God in spirit and in truth. We bless God for technology that has continued to help us all to stay connected, engaged, and in fellowship. I want to acknowledge and thank Pastors Agu and Shola Iruku for inviting me to be part of your 2020 unique virtual Pursuit of God conference. I also bring you greetings from Yemi, our children, and Jesus of Chicago. And it's my prayer that God Almighty will draw us closer to himself like never before in Jesus' name. I've been asked to speak on intimacy with God, and I believe like never before, if there's any time we need to be intimate, to be close with God, this is the time because the world is clueless. Nobody knows what to do, feel with anxiety and fear. But with intimacy with God, we'll be able to know the secrets of God and be able to walk in his covenant. And our text is taken from Psalm 25 verse 14. Psalm 25 verse 14. And I'm reading from Amplified Version. And by the way, all my scriptural references will be taken from Amplified Version. The verse says, The secret of the sweet, satisfying companionship of the Lord, have they who fear, revere, and worship him. And we show them his covenant and reveal to them his deep inner meaning. What is scripture? I want us to pray, even before we dive into the world, that God Almighty will reveal a secret to us. Because we love God, we are his children, that he will also be able to walk in this covenant. Father, we want to thank you for your word, oh God, for this thing, oh God. That Lord, your secret belongs to those who fear you, oh God, who are intimate with you, 
who love you, God, who are in, in intimate relationship with you, God. Father, this is our prayer, Almighty God, that will walk in your secret, O God, will know your secret, O God, and will enjoy the covenant that you have for us, O God. Father, we thank you. Lord, we give you praise that you speak to us, O God, through this word, Almighty God. At the end of the day, Lord, our passion for you, our love for you, O God, we work stronger. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. What is intimacy? From our text, we can say it is sweet, satisfying companionship. A close, familiar, and usually affectionate or loving personal relationship with another person. Or it can be defined as a close association with or detailed knowledge or deep understanding of a person. And we are not talking of a physical intimacy or an amorous relationship, but we are focusing on our spiritual intimacy with God, our Creator. So we can describe intimacy as our sweet, satisfying companionship with God. Our close, familiar, and affectionate relationship with God. Intimacy is about spiritual oneness with God. It's about spiritual unity with God. It's building a meaningful relationship with our Creator. It's a, about bonding closeness with God. It is about the theme of this conference, pursuit of God. It's about yearning, testing, and hunger for the Lord. It's about love relationship with God, our Creator. And I want to share some few scriptures about intimacy with us. Uh, Psalm 63, verse 1 to 4. Psalm 63, 1 to 4. Hear my cry, O God. Listen to my prayer. From the end of the earth will I cry to you. When my heart is overwhelmed and fainting, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Yes, a rock that is too high for me. Verse 3. For you have been a shelter and a refuge for me, a strong tower against the adversary. Verse 4, I will dwell in your tabernacle forever. Let me find refuge and trust in the shelter of your wings. Praise the name of the Lord. Psalm 42, 1-2. We're just looking at some scriptures that talked about talks to us about intimacy. As the heart pants and longs for the water brook, so I pant and long for you, O God. My inner self thanks for God for the living God. When shall I come and behold the face of God? Psalm 27 verse 4. One thing David writes, have I asked of the Lord that will I seek, inquire for, and insistently require that I may dwell in the house of the Lord in his presence all the days of my life to behold and gaze upon the beauty, the sweet attractiveness, and the delightful loveliness of the Lord, and to meditate, consider, and inquire in his temple. Psalm 37 verse 4, Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he will give you the desires and the secret petitions of your heart. All of the above references speak to the heart of what intimacy is all about. It is about consuming relationship, commitment, passion, love, devotion, and delight in God our maker. Praise the name of the Lord. Incidentally, 
David, who was the author of the three of the Psalms just uh, quoted above, is a man after God's own heart who has demonstrated to us how to be intimate with God, our maker. Not that he was a perfect man or a sinless man, but a genuine, sincere, and transmitted man. Though weak and flawed like us, but he was a man of tremendous integrity. Praise the name of the Lord. Why of intimacy? God desires intimacy from the beginning of creation. Number one, we are created for intimacy with God. God created us in his image. We are like the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. God is an intimate God. Genesis 1.27, so God created man in his own image. In the image and likeness of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. Revelation 4.11, worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive the glory and honor and dominion. For you created all things by your will. They were brought into being and were created. The second reason for intimacy, God is a God of relationship. Let us make man in our image. And God can only relate to people like him that he had made and created in his own image. He can't relate to animals or other species except man that he made in his own image. Genesis 1.26 God said, let us Father, Son, and Holy Spirit make mankind in our image after our likeness and let them have complete authority over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, the tame beasts and over all of the earth and over everything that creeps upon the earth. The third reason for intimacy with God. God craves for relationship. God will visit Adam and Eve daily in the Garden of Eden for intimacy. And God is still desirous of us to be intimate with them. Genesis 3.8 And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. God is still looking for us to be intimate with him. Number four, God made us his temple as believers because of intimacy. So we become the habitation and the sanctuary of God. He dwells in us. First Corinthians 3, 17 says, if anyone does up to God's temple or corrupts it with false doctrines or destroys it, God will do up to him and bring him to the corruption of death and destroy him. For the temple of God is holy, sacred to him, and that temple you and I, the believing church, and its individual believers are. We are the temple, and we are made as temples so that it can be intimate with us. And the fifth and final reason for intimacy, Holy Spirit dwells in us for divine intimacy. James 4, 5. Or do you suppose that the scripture is speaking to no purpose that says, the spirit whom he has caused to dwell in us, yearns over us and he yearns for the spirit to be welcomed with a jealous love. God desires 
intimacy. How or how do we get intimate with God? What I call the requirements for intimacy. Number one, the knowledge of God. If you want to be intimate with anybody, want to be intimate in any relationship, the first thing you need to do is to know the person. And we're talking about our God, the knowledge of God. The sole purpose of intimacy is to know God. And God wants us to know him. A lot of us know about God. We read about God. We hear about God. But only few of us know God. Praise the name of the Lord. We are talking about knowledge beyond just I'm a child of God. You know God as your father indeed. An intimate God. Praise the name of the Lord. Psalm 103 verse 7. That says, God made known his ways of righteousness and justice to Moses. His acts to the children of Israel. Many of us also, we are about the miracles. What we can get of God. But God wants us to know him. Daniel 11.32 The B part says, People that know their God shall be strong and they will do great exploits. Paul was talking about knowledge of God in Philippians chapter 3 verse 10. And I just paraphrase. He prayed that I want to know him. I want to know the power of his resurrection. I want to know the fellowship of his sufferings. I want to even conform, even unto his death. That is the desire of Paul. And you and I must have this burning desire to be intimate and discomforted by knowledge of God. John chapter 17, verse 3. And this is eternal life. It means to know, to perceive, to recognize, to become acquainted and to understand you, the only true and real God, and likewise to know in Jesus as the Christ, the anointed one, the Messiah whom you have sent. So when we are talking about knowledge of God, we are talking about perceiving, recognizing, and becoming acquainted with and to understand God our Father. The second reason or how to be intimate is you and I have to seek God passionately, seeking God passionately. Jeremiah 29, 13. Then you will seek me, inquire for, and require me as a vital necessity, and you will find me when you search for me with all of your heart. In other words, when we are talking about seeking God passionately, we must search for him. God hides himself, the book of Jeremiah says, so that we can find him. And you can only find him when you seek for him. So we're talking about seeking God passionately, inquire, requiring him, and looking for him as a vital necessity. And thank God, April 11.6, see part of it says, is a reward of those that diligently seek him. Psalm 27 verse 4, one thing David says, I have Ask of the Lord that will I seek, inquire for, and insistently require that I may dwell in the house of the Lord, in his presence, all the days of my life, to behold and gaze upon the beauty, the sweet attractiveness, and the delightful loveliness of the Lord, and to meditate, consider, inquire in his temple. This is what seeking God insistently looking and searching for God. Praise the name of the Lord. The third point is spending quality time with God. This will make us close, intimate. 
in any relationship, if you want to be intimate, close, build some sort of unity with a person or association with a person, familiar, deep relationship, there's no way you will not spend quality time. You have to invest time. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1, to everything there is a season, a time for every matter or purpose under heaven. The same thing happens with intimacy. Intimacy with God will demand consistent, extended quality time in His presence. All those who are intimate with God in the Bible, all those characters in the Bible we read about, we love. They are men and women who have invested time, quality time, in seeking to know God. And for you and I also, and those who we also know, we, we will respect in our today's church, also are men and women who are spending, who are investing quality time to be close to God, to know God, to know the secrets and to walk in His covenant. This will demand quality time. Moses spent endless time. Bible says he spoke to him face to face. David spent quality time in worship, in writing those songs. Jesus, of course, our ultimate role model. With quality time, endless time, all night, away from people, from his disciples, even in the after successful crusades, you will see Jesus taking time. He will be on the mind alone with God. We need to spend time alone with God. Just trying to say, I want to know you. Of course, Paul spent great deal of quality time to know God, that this made him to excel beyond all the disciples that were actually that spent three and a half years or walk with Jesus. The fourth point about how to be intimate with God is about our prayer life. Prayer. What is prayer? Prayer basically is just communication, talking to God and God talking to you. It's not a monologue, but a dialogue with God. God wants to hear you. And at the same time, he also wants to communicate back to you. Prayer includes praise, worship, adoration, fasting, and all manner of prayers that we do. It's basically an engagement with God in total devotion and intercession. Praise the name of the Lord. Jeremiah 33, 33 says, Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things. Fenced in and eating which you do not know, do not distinguish or recognize, have knowledge of or understand. When we are intimate with God, all this will be revealed to us. Like he said in our thing, he, he revealed his secrets to those who are intimate with him. Praise the name of the Lord. Psalm 65 verse says, Unto him shall all flesh come, because it's God who hears and answers prayer. Matthew chapter 6 verse 6. But when you pray, Jesus talking to us, go into your most private room and closing the door, pray to your father who is in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you in the open. There are just few things that one can learn from here. Yes, we want to pray, but you must have a private place. You must have a secluded place, a place where you meet with God. Jesus said, go into your innermost room, private. So find a place, irrespective of what accommodation, find a place where you meet with God regularly and you pray to him, you seek him there. Jeremiah 29, 12 says, then you will call upon me and you will come and pray to me and I will hear and heed you. 
Please note that there is no particular formula to prayer. It is your father is our father. I just have to find how to just communicate with him respectfully, honor him as God of the old earth. Of course, there are protocols about prayer, entering into his presence with thanksgiving, with worship, with praise. The God that you have not honored, the God you have not hallowed, you can't begin to ask for things. And these are some little things that you and I will just learn about prayer. Prayer can be very interesting if we just understand what it is. It's not, it's not complicated. You know, we don't have to pray the same way, but they're just a pattern, a mode that Jesus gave to us in Luke chapter 11. Praise the name of the Lord. And the fifth point about how to get intimate with God has to do with the study of the word of God. The study of the word of God will bring it breed intimacy as you will discover the personality of God, the holiness of God, his love for us, his will for us, his inheritance for us, his ways. And also you will discover how he passionately hates sin and injustice. It's when you study the word of God that you are able to see this, you are able to read, you are able to see in these things and to know what God wants and what God doesn't want. Micah 6 8 says, He has showed you, O oh man, what is good and what does the Lord require of you but to do justly and to love kindness and mercy and to humble yourself and walk humbly with your God. How did he show it to us? Everything is written in the Word of God, in the Bible, from Genesis to Revelation. So you and I must develop an unquenchable thirst to study the Word to read the word, to meditate upon the word, to memorize the word, and to speak the word, and also to walk in the word. Joshua 1.8, that popular verse, the verse says, This book of the Lord shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, that you may observe and do according to all that is written in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you shall deal wisely and have good success. It's not just reading the Bible, not just studying the Bible. We must also obey the word. We must just walk, we must walk the word. And when we obey the word, we walk the word. The word also will work for us. Can somebody say amen to that? Job 22, 21 to 22. Acquaint now yourself with him. Agree with God and show yourself to be conformed to his will and be at peace. By that you shall prosper and great. Good shall come to you. I say, receive, I pray, you, the law and instruction from his mouth and lay up his words in your heart. Psalm says, how can a young man run away from? By the word of God, by keeping the word of God in our heart. And this will make us to draw closer to God. Number six, drawing closer to God. And abiding in him will surely improve our intimacy. John chapter 15, 5 and 9. I am the vine, you are the branch. Whoever lives in me and I in him bears much abundant fruit. However, apart from me, cut off from vital union with me, you can do nothing. Verse 9. I have loved you just as the Father has loved me. Abide in my love. Continue in his love with me, we have to abide continuously with him. Abide not only in him, abide in his word. Abide that his love can continue with us. It's in abiding 
and drawing closer to him that our intimacy gets deeper. Praise the name of the Lord. James 4, 8. James 4, 8. Come close to God and he will come close to you. Recognize that you are sinners. Get your soiled hands clean. Realize that you have been disloyal, wavering individuals with divided interests and purify your ass of your spiritual adultery. Of course, when we come to intimacy with God, we must recognize we fall into sin from time to time and we must acknowledge our sins before God. Confess our sins. Bible says, if we say we do not sin, we deceive. But there is provision, there is atonement for our sins, the blood of Jesus. So acknowledging our sins, confessing and receiving his forgiveness, then you get back your, into your relationship. Don't ever deny. The Bible says, he that confesses his sins shall receive mercy, but those who hide their sins will receive damnation. So you don't want to do that one. Because drawing close to God will expose your vulnerability because you will see his holiness. Praise the name of the Lord. So drawing near to God in worship, in praise, in prayer, drawing near to God by asking counsel of God, inquiring of Him, of asking His will for your life, for your marriage, for your family, for your career, for every area of our life. Drawing near to God, enjoying the communion with God, and drawing near in our general course and tenor of our life. Praise the name. And the last point on the how of intimacy is loving righteousness. This will lead to intimacy with God. It will improve our intimacy. Hebrews 1.9, you have loved righteousness. You have delighted in integrity. You have delighted in virtue and uprightness, in purpose, thought, and action. And you have hated lawlessness, injustice, and iniquity. Therefore, God, even your God, God has anointed you with oil of exultant joy and gladness above and beyond your companions. What is righteousness is clearly stated in that verse. Our being delighting ourselves in integrity, in truth, virtue, uprightness, in purpose, in thought, in action, and eating injustice, lawlessness, eating sin and iniquity. God exalted Jesus. So, for us to be intimate with God, you and I also must love righteousness. We must embrace it. Loving what God loves and eating what he hates will surely consolidate, improve our intimacy, just like in the physical relationship with happy people. When you love what your friends, what your spouses, what your partners love, they will love you back. And you ate what they ate. This will improve. Look at what Psalm 106 verse 3 says. It said, blessed, happy, fortunate, to be envied are those who observe justice, treating others fairly, and who do right are in their right standing with God at all times. These are seven ways at least. But this list is not exhaustive. Because we are in a prayer conference, I want us to lift up these points before the Lord. I just pray that God Almighty, we help you and I, we help the church of God to desire knowing God, to make knowledge of God our priority. So wherever you are, just lift up your voices unto God and just pray that God, because the sole purpose of intimacy is to know God, that you and I, we know God. We want to know Him. We want to become like Him. We want to know the 
power of his resurrection, like Paul prayed. We want to know the fellowship of his suffering. Let's pray. Let's lift up our voice and just pray, God, Holy Spirit, our teacher, please help us, oh God. Lord, help us to know your God. Help us to know your will, to know your way, oh God. Help us to know, oh God, that you are God who cares and loves us so much, oh God. Help us, oh God, to love you, oh God, and to desire intimacy through knowledge of you. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Wants also to pray about seeking God passionately. This second point we mentioned. So we want to pray, God, help us, oh God, to be able to inquire of you, to require of you, oh God, to search for you, oh God, as a vital necessity. Lord, Holy Spirit, you are our helper. All this seems a bit aquiline for us to do, but we know with you, oh God, you are our helper, and with you helping us, oh God, it will be easier for us to do. Father, help us, oh God, Lord, to seek you, oh God, Lord, passionately with all of our hearts, with all of our mind, with all of our strength, that we pray like David, oh God, that I want to seek you, oh God, I want to inquire for you insistently, oh God, consistently, oh God, that we may dwell in your presence all the days of our life, oh God. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. We also to pray about quality time in his presence. This is a prayer conference, so we must also spend time to pray. Lord, help us, O oh God. Lord, we complain there is no time, but the truth is there is time, O oh God. Help us, O oh God, to prioritize your God in our daily affairs. That we will find quality time, O oh God, to spend in your presence, O oh God. Lord, to love you, God, to express our love to you, God, to honor you, God. Lord, to, 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 to seek you, Almighty God. Quality. There is a time for everything, O oh God. God, Lord, for this is it. And if there's any time we want to be intimate with you in this pandemic, oh God, in this situation that we have been sheltered in place, Father, help us, oh God, that Lord, with all the time we have been using commuting, traveling, Lord, that we have, even as we are working, Father, that we'll be able to put priority, oh God, to seek you, God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Lord, we give you praise. We give you glory. Father, we also want to pray about our prayer life, oh God. That Lord, you help us to improve the quality, oh God. Lord, and time we spent in your presence, oh God. We want to call upon you daily, oh God. And we know you have assured us, oh God, that you answer. Help us, oh God, even as we tell you of our own needs, oh God, we can also hear what you have to say to us, oh God. That we create that moment, oh God, to hear you, Almighty God. Lord, that each time we come into your presence, oh God, that you always hear us according to your word. That when we pray according into your way. Help us, Holy Spirit of God. Bible says we don't even know how to pray or what to pray, but the Holy Spirit of God, our great intercessor, helps our infirmity. Please come and help us, O God, in our infirmity to pray in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. And the next two points, they just put them together. The study of the word, that our study of the word also will be intense and it will be exciting. We won't see the study of God as a joy or as a grant, but it's something that we love. That this is the word of the Lord also, that indeed, oh God, we not depart. We would like studying, we would love to study the word, we like to study the word, oh God. Help us to draw closer to you, oh God, and abiding in you and abiding in your word, Almighty God, and to love of righteousness. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. Holy Spirit, Lord, you are the helper, oh God. You are our comforter. Please come and help us, oh God. Come and teach us, oh God. Come and help us to 
improve our relationship with God, oh God, to be intimate, oh God. And like never before, there's any time we need God, we need to be intimate. Father, help us to magnetize this season, oh God, that in the name of Jesus, we will be men and women, oh God, who are intimate with you, oh God, who love righteousness, oh God, who will draw closer to you on a consistent daily basis, oh God, and who will love to study your work. Thank you, mighty God, for all this. In Jesus' Mighty name we pray. Amen. There are also benefits of being intimate with God. God is a good God. In inherent benefits when you draw close to God, when you are in spiritual unity, in association in love with God, there are benefits that come with it. The first one here is that if God be for you, nothing can be against you, not even COVID-19. Romans 8.31 says, what shall we say to all this? If God is for us, who can be against us? Who can be our foe? If God be on your side, who can be your enemy? That is one of the one of the fundamental benefits. When God is on your side and you're on the side of God, nothing will come near you. Number two, divine intimacy will prompt obedience from you. And of course, obedience will guarantee divine blessings. All the blessings of obedience, all the desires of our heart, they come through when we are obedient. And when you are intimate, when you are close to somebody, you want to do what they ask you to do. You want to respect them. The same thing happens. So when we are intimate with God, our obedience becomes natural. It's something that we desire to do in the name of Jesus. And that comes with blessings. All those who obey God will spend their days in prosperity and their Time in place. Those are the unbelievable blessings come. And the Bible says in First Corinthians chapter 8, verse 3, if one loves God truly with affectionate reverence, prompt obedience, and grateful recognition of his blood, is known by God, recognized as worthy of his intimacy and love, and is owned by God. When God owns you, you will lack nothing. The third blessing of intimacy is that it will make you and I come cross. Romans 8:37. Yet amid all these things, we are more than conquerors and gain a surpassing victory through him who loved us. When we are intimate with God, you are going to enjoy the secrets of the Lord. Don't forget our text, Psalm 25, verse 14, belongs to those who are intimate and fair, and they will walk in the covenant. So we will be conquerors. Number four, divine intimacy will make you a confidant of God. The secret of the sweet, satisfying companionship of the Lord. Have they who fear, revile, and worship him, those who are intimate with him, and he will show them his covenant and reveal to them his deep inner meaning in the name of Jesus. When there are just tremendous blessings, when you are intimate with God, you become a confident of God. Number five, intimacy will guarantee your fulfillment and trust in God. Because you are close to him, you are intimate with him, he will share his secret with you, he can trust you, and God becomes our, we also put our trust and confidence in God. Intimacy makes us to be fulfilled and trust in God. Number six, divine intimacy will guarantee divine strength and cause you to do great exploits. Daniel 11.32b, those the people that know their God, they shall be strong and they will do, you will be stronger. You will be strengthened. You will be encouraged. You will be, you will, and you'll be able to, you'll be great ambassadors 
of God and be able to do great exploits. And finally, number seven, benefit that divine intimacy will cause us to walk in authority and in power. You will decree a thing and it will come to pass. It also assures us of answered prayer. When you read Job chapter, chapter 22, 21 to 29, you will see the blessings of your association, of your being acquainted in the world, of your study, of, of your relationship with it. And it tells that you walk in authority and in power in the name of Jesus. And in conclusion, don't forget, it's his desire to be close to us and to have intimacy, fellowship, and relations with us. And we also must strive. We must draw closer to God. We must be intimate. And my prayer is that God, Holy Spirit, will help us by every way possible that will be intimate. Because our drawing near to God helps us to resist the devil, to resist temptation, to be victorious. Drawing near to God helps us to become pure and holy. Drawing near to God helps us to hate sin. Drawing near to God helps us to become people of integrity, who will love righteousness, love holiness, hate injustice. Drawing near to God helps us to become witnesses of his love to unsaved people. And drawing near to God helps us to think and focus on eternal things as against dwelling on worthless and worldly materials. Praise the name of the Lord. Intimacy must be desired. You and I must desire. It doesn't come natural. It must be desired. It must be prayed for. We must seek him and by the grace of God, he will draw near to us and we must cultivate it or else we will become distant children of God. And this is not God's way for us. We don't want to worship God just with our mouth alone. No, we want to worship God from our heart. Father, we want to thank you. Lord, we want to give you praise. We want to give you glory. Thank you, almighty God, for what a desire you have for us, O oh God, to be intimate and we commit ourselves, O oh God. I pray for your church. I pray for myself, O oh God, that Lord will desire, O oh God, to know you, O oh God, to seek you, O oh God, to spend quality time with you, to pray, O oh God, to study the word of God to study the word of God, to love righteousness, and to draw close to you. That in the name of Jesus, O oh God, the Lord will become men and women, O oh God, indeed, that know their God, who are intimate with God, O oh God, who will be strong and they will do great exploits to your glory and to your praise. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Thank you, Almighty God, that this will not stop at this conference, but it become a daily experience of God in the name of Jesus. Father, take all of the glory, take all of the praise. Blessed be your name, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 